0: I'll probably cry like just a, a little bit on my home Saturday for sure. Football, football ending makes me sad.
1: Step and step, your premium Texas high school football podcast. From Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com, I am the Tep, Greg Tepper. And I am the Step, Matt Step. Thank you for being a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. We appreciate you very much. We love you. Um, This is your Friday State Championship preview. Uh, We are previewing uh, the two 4A games plus the 5A Division II game. Uh, That is the schedule uh, of course, you should try to get out to AT and T Stadium if you can. It's fifteen bucks. It's the cheapest you're ever getting into that stadium. It's best value in sports. The tour costs twenty five. Yeah, the tour of the stadium costs twenty five dollars. You can get in and sit anywhere you want and watch the best high school football in the world. Yep, for, for fifteen bucks,
0: I say go all four days. Yeah, I mean if
1: you can just. Burn those vacation days. If you, you have the means, you're not going to use them for Christmas. You're Come really on. not. It's is family. Burnham. Is family that important? No. No, absolutely not. Use it on high school football. Uh, but if you can't, of course, all the games will be broadcast on Fox Sports Southwest. Um, I'll be there. Rick Renner will be there. Aaron Hardigan will be there. All of your friends. Ken Purcell will be there. It's a who's who. Yeah. And by the way, I should bring this up. Um, so we are going to have uh, some very special guests on the. Uh, set between games because Ooh. we have what's called four championship live between the games, mm-hmm. so we like to get coaches on here as uh, on there as well. And so it was my job, my I was tasked with booking the guests. They give you the tough gigs, don't they? Yeah, they, they, I was tasked with with booking the guests for the between game shows uh, for championship live. So here's what we've got. We won't have anybody on um on Wednesday because there are um. Uh, the the six main games are on on the on the website, and then there's not a between game for um, the late game. But Thursday, between the first and second game, we will have Buffalo coach Brandon Houston joining Man, us. What a great first year he had! Twelve he, and one in year one, really impressive. Uh, you know, a year after helping to guide Rockdale to a state championship. Six p.m. Bonham coach John Fish will join us. The Purple Warriors. Uh, he will join us. Uh, they had a great year as well. They He's had a, f- another first year head coach. A nice resurgent first year there for John Fish and Company. Friday, the early slate, like 2 p.m. We're talking. We're talking like the game, like after the 11 o'clock game, before the 3 p.m. game. There's an hour gap, or there's what do they put? 60 something minutes on the clock. I think they usually put 60 on the clock 60 unless minutes. the game runs long. Yes, 2 p.m. Splendora coach Marcus Schultz will oh, join us. Texas football, today's own. Friend of the show, friend yes. of the program, uh, Marcus Schultz will join us. 6 p.m., we brought out the star power. Huddo coach Brad LaPlante will join Man. us on the set. Um, that will be fun. And then Saturday, the big day. 2 p.m., after the first game. Austin Vandergriff, coach Drew Sanders will be up there. A uh, Terrific, terrific guy. Uh, excited to talk with him, chop it up with a little bit of Vipers football. I think he'll be able to give a little analysis on Longview. I think he might be able to mention something about mm-hmm. Longview. And finally, we're going to round it all out. 6 p.m., the incoming THSCA president oh, and Rockwall's own <laughs> Rodney Webb. As I mentioned, it's just a shame I couldn't get anybody who likes to talk. Yeah. You think he's gonna have any hot?
0: You think Rodney Webb's gonna have any hot takes about about anything? Rodney Webb has the hottest takes about the most
1: you know, cookies and fruit. Cookies, that dude. I love Rodney Webb. He is he is a firecracker. He doesn't have any like. I don't like I feel like he's gonna have he's the kind of guy who if we ever like got a beer and started talking politics, he would have the most boring, neutral, nothing burger political opinions. Mm. But then it was just like, you know what, I think mango's actually pretty good. He'd be like, Mango's trash Yeah, that's basically Rodney Webb. I mean he, <laughs> he thinks chocolate chip cookies are trash. Yes. He thinks oatmeal raisin cookies yeah. are better than chocolate chip cookies. Strange, strange man. But he's a great guy. We're going to have him on. So it's going to be fun there. If So if you if you can't get out there or come by and get their autographs at the Fox set. You'll see mm. the Fox set. Um, it's – Fox Sports Southwest, by the way, is blown it out again. Um, shall I say Skycam for all the games. Ooh. We have Skycam for all the games again. Um, it's just – I don't know. What's great and not to it's pull – NFL-level production is. for high school. Not football. to pull back the curtain too much, but um, – about two years ago, we got kind of a there was kind of a regime change at Fox Sports Southwest, and the people who came in looked at fo- look at the high school stuff, and they, they just looked around. And they go, uh, "Why aren't we doing this bigger?" And I was like, "I'm into this. Let's keep yeah. doing it bigger." And so that's why you had the f- Texas football days, and that's why you have uh, what was what a huge over the top state championship production. It's fun. It's- and by the way, great people on the call. Craig Way, of course, is calling. The legend. He's calling, I think, seven games. That guy's a machine. He's a machine. You think I'm a machine? That guy blows me away. Two games, I believe, will be called by the great Ted Emmerich. will be calling him. He, he's one of he's the rising a, stars. He's a stud. Yeah. He's such a stud. And finally, the other games called by Mark Follower. Dulcet
0: Tones. The
1: dul- <laughs>
0: this Absolutely. Is the, he is the play-by-play voice of the Dallas Mavericks. He this man is called World Cup Soccer. He called games. World Cup Soccer this in this summer.
1: And he's calling Texas High School. That's that's how big this is, yes. folks. We got a World Cup guy. We got World Cup guy, um Oh geez, Ted called something huge recently. Like college football or something, he called something really, really big. Um, and then of course there's Craig, yeah. and and so yeah, Legend. it's a who's who. Yeah. So if you don't, but Mark think- Falwell actually came up calling high
0: school football for the ticket. Mm-hmm. He actually he, he his famous call is touchdown Arthur Jefferson. He did do touchdown <laughs> Arthur, Arthur Jefferson. Arthur Jefferson, the most North Mesquite. He went to North. I can't remember who they were playing, but the touchdown Arthur Jefferson, where Mark Falwell screams it into the mic, is it's classic. so good, so but good. That's how he,
1: that's how he chopped his teeth in the broadcast. Man, I'm I'm fired football. up. I'm fired up. And you know, so he called the game uh, in Longview for Texas football days. Mm-hmm. And like you want to talk about a dude who's like it's not just a job. He's like, yes, I want I want to know everything about it. Like he was asking me questions. He's like, what you know, what's this? He wants to make sure he calls it does right. So it's going to be a great broadcast. He's been a secret viewer of
0: Texas football today. I've heard that too.
1: uh, Brad McCoy will be on some of the calls. Um, Shea uh, Shea Walker Mm -hmm. and Gary Reasons on color as well. So that'll be fun. And a bunch of great sideline reporters um, like Sarah Merrifield. I think Aaron Harding is going to be down there with them as well. Lauren Blackwell, I'm definitely forgetting names. Katie Engelson. Uh, kind of the people on Texas football. Um, if you've seen Scoreboard Live, a lot of those those reporters are gonna be on the sideline duty. We're gonna they're gonna have C T Seckle, they're gonna have a sideline reporter on both on either on both sidelines. They're gonna nice. have two sideline reporters for each game. It's gonna nice. be huge. Yeah. Anyway, uh, enough of that. Let's get to Friday. It is Friday at the Texas High School Football State Championship games. Great day. And These are the perfect size schools. This is uh, this
0: might be the best day. Yeah, Max, Max, this is—I'll I'll stand for Max Thompson here. This is his—he loves the four A
1: games, and we got some treats this week. Let's start this year rather. Let's start 11 a.m. Friday. A green sea of crazy people from Quero are coming oh, up yep. to AT&T Stadium. The Quero Gobblers take on the defending champs, Pleasant Grove, the Hawks. We have not done enough. We have not talked enough about the job Josh Gibson has done this year.
0: They only had re- returned like two or three starters over ac- across amazing. the board. They graduated a huge senior class, and we thought, yeah, Pleasant Grove is going to be good. Coach Gibson's got that program rolling, but you know, you know, two rounds max, three rounds max. And if they just haven't hauled off and, and are playing for another state title. I saw them last – I've seen Pleasant Grove the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. They played at the Star the last two weeks and parted doubleheaders, and, you know, there's two or three games I'm going to be there. You're a value uh, shopper. Yeah, value <laughs> shopper for sure. And uh, last week they just steamrolled Iowa Park. You know, it was 35 nothing in the blink of an eye, and then they coasted. Um, and I've said this before, and I'll, I'll say it again. I've never seen a team that runs the wing tee – throw the football as efficiently and as effectively as the Pleasant Grove Hawks. And mm-hmm. it starts with quarterback Ben Harmon. He may only complete six or seven passes in a game, but like three of them are for touchdowns. They're, they're chunk plays. Yeah, they're huge chunk plays, and they're, they they just got guys running free because they execute that wing-T offense with, with uh, um, Bruce Garrett and James Wiggins so effectively. And they're big up front. And they're doing this without their best defensive player as well. Landon Jackson, who's their stud sophomore defensive end, has been out most of the year with a knee injury. And the rest of the defense has just picked up the slack. Their other stud sophomore defensive end, Marcus Burris, is a man child. Mm-hmm. He Number 44 for Pleasant Grove. He stands out. He passes the eyeball test. All the recruiting guys uh, love him as well. And they've got a little safety. Tyler Kelly, who's really, really fast, always makes plays. He's had interceptions in the last three playoff games. He's a playmaker, and, and they just find ways to get it done. And they've got that, that playoff pedigree now, and they, they just know how to win in these big moments.
1: They do, and and that is it, – it's really, really impressive what they've been able to put together. Um, and now here comes Quero, And Cuero um, is the first second team to make a state championship in five consecutive decades. So that's a, That was a really good note from you, by the way. Thank, some, somebody tipped me off to that, and I was like – Hmm, let me go check. And the only one to do it was Wichita Falls, Old High, mm-hmm. back in like the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now, Cuero is back in the title game. And and look, I don't think there's any doubt about what Cuero's about. Cuero's about, they're, they're pretty solid across the board, and they got a couple dudes who just stand out above the They've rest. They've
0: got a couple of just incredible talents. And yes. It starts with Jordan Whittington. Jordan Whittington can do uh, everything. Yes, he's, he's Superman. He plays defense. He returns kicks. Mm-hmm. They line him up at running back. They line him up at wide receiver. They line him up at quarterback. But he fact, threw a, he threw a touchdown pass last week. He threw a touchdown pass to his brother, uh, Devin Winnington, a 70-yard touchdown, which kind of, you know, Cuero for about a quarter and a half really struggled with mm-hmm. Sillsby. They could not find their footing offensively. That touchdown pass by Jordan Winnington to his brother really kind of opened things up and, and got Quero rolling. But, yeah, they lined him up at quarterback um, quite a bit last week. I mean, he, he'll take
1: at least – 20, 25% of the snaps from the quarterback position. But I think what's different about this Coyote team, and I think what, what goes underrated, is their defense is really good. Yes. Their defense, it's not, they've got good size up front. Guys like Trey Moore, and they've got good size up front, but more importantly, they flow to the football They're really fast. well. they got great They speed. fly to the football, and they swarm. Yes. Like, we're going to talk about Duncanville uh, for tomorrow's podcast, but the thing that stands out about Duncanville is they swarm. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Cuero. They swarm to the football. Like bees. They are, and they finish. Yeah. And so that's what's going to be interesting about this, is... Mm-hmm. Look, Pleasant Grove's defense is not impenetrable. Last year, it it looked at times impenetrable. Yeah, last
0: year their defense was was lights out.
1: Was lights out. This year, you can – I two weeks ago I saw them at Pittsburgh,
0: and Pittsburgh put up 41 on them. Mm -hmm. So you can score points on Pleasant Grove. You can
1: score on them. The question is, what happens on the other side, I think?
0: Stopping their offense is a chore. It is. Because they execute it so well – they they're efficient. They, they they're almost an up they, and they'll get in. They'll, they'll get into a little tempo and, and mm-hmm. really snap and, and put you in a bind with their formations. And they just they, they run run it really effectively. And that 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 matchup of Quero's defense against Pleasant Grove's offense, I think is really cause I, I think Cuero's going to score 30 in this game. I think you're right. But on the other side. This Pleasant Grove score 35, 38? Mm-hmm. That's where where this game kind of comes down to is, is can Quero find f- solve the riddle that has been the Pleasant Grove office. The
1: computer has Quero by three. Um, I think I'm taking Quero. Uh, I think we're on opposite sides of this. I think you're taking Pleasant Grove. Um, I'm really I really debated on this yeah. one.
0: I think I did take Pleasant Grove. I, I'm,
1: but uh, it's a, it's another tough game to call because to me. Games like this, you go the tiebreakers are individual playmakers, and Jordan Whittington they nobody has an answer for Jordan Whittington, and if anybody's going to take over a game, it 's him. They, they have the guy who can put the cape on for sure and they got Kieran Grant, who haven 't even mentioned yeah, and uh, the Albert kid at running yep. back he 's got over
0: a thousand yards they 've got two really good running backs when, when they need to throw up, Michael Barta does a pretty yes good he job does throwing the ball.
1: This is a loaded team going up against a team with a scheme. That is really, really solid and effective. It's fascinating. The other thing, look, Pleasant Grove ain't going to be scared of this stage. They've yeah. been here. They've been here. They've won at the highest level. Cuero, wow. it's been a minute. It's been a minute since they've been here. It's been a long minute since they won it. What, 87? Uh, yeah. Eighty seven. I'm looking at our picks.
0: You t- you took Quero and I took Pleasant Grove. Yeah,
1: so we're yeah. on the opposite sides yeah. of it, which I feel is fine. That, you yeah. know, I think it, I think it speaks to the fact that like this is this we're is the game that could go either yeah.
0: way. Yeah, I, I was at Quero's last state championship appearance against Abilene Wiley at, at Old Floyd Casey Stadium. They lost on a last second field goal. So. Um, Hopefully I'm not. I mean, for Quero fans, I hope I'm not bad luck.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, we're, you're, you might get. Pleasant Grove
0: fans are hoping that I am bad luck. Yeah, so. you. Uh,
1: you. You may not be uh, be welcome in Dewitt County. Dewitt anymore. County may may like the sheriff may be giving you a call. Yeah,
0: but uh, I can them. imagine that there will be a uh, several thousand uh, gobbler fans, and uh, I think you've got your eyes on this one in the mascot war, don't you? Oh yeah. Are you talking ta- gobblers? You
1: gobblers. I'm getting that one. I'm getting gobbler. I gotta get that hawk too. That's a good hawk. Good that is 11 a.m. That's going to kick off Friday. This, this,
0: by the way, uh, uh, I mentioned on the on the other podcast, I have three games, that I'm really excited about Coral Pleasant Grove is my is one of, one of my That's three. One of them. Yep, Mason New Deal, Coral Pleasant Grove, and you have to wait for the third one. Ooh. That's a tease.
1: Is it is it like the International Bowl, or is one of the one of the dumb bowl games? Is that the third one?
0: It's the, the uh, I'm, I'm fired up for the Cheez-It's Bowl. The Cheez-It Bowl. Yeah, fired up for the Cheez-It's Bowl. <laughs> All right. 3 p.m. Desperable let's though.
1: move. Let's let's move to 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Put on your big boy britches. <laughs> let's 4 a division one. Put on, oh my goodness. Okay,
0: if if you and I'm not going to equate this a football game to war or anything, but if you want to see. The equivalent of
1: that, the high school football equivalent of it. If you're uh, into, bl- going to be a bloodbath. If you're into two teams beating the snot out of each other, may <laughs> I direct you to three <laughs> o'clock Friday at AT and Stadium, the four A Division One State Championship game pitting the Waco La Vega Pirates against the Liberty Hill Panthers. Over under on
0: passes thrown in this game,
1: three, um, <laughs> three and a half, three and a half. and one of them, one of them. Oh, here's a better one. Will there be more passes thrown by quarterbacks or non-quarterbacks? Right, <laughs> because there's a good chance that like the only passes we see are like trick plays. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a fascinating matchup because these are two teams that are that have a similar identity in different like wrinkles. Oh yeah, for sure. The the identity of both of these teams is kill, destroy, be the most physical team on the field. Mm-hmm. Both those teams will want to be the most physical team on the field. That is that is uh, objective. One, two, three, four, and five for them is be more physical. Well, only one of them could be more physical. and But they go about it in different ways. For, um, for Wiggle of Vega, they run what's essentially like a power spread. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a power spread where they're going to st- st- step back in the shotgun with Arrow Rawls, their quarterback, who's a solid runner himself, by the way. Yeah, and he's, he's emerged as a passer, but they, he doesn't
0: need to throw the ball because they've got a guy in the backfield who no nope, not many people in class 4a have an answer.
1: They for got John Richards. It. And John Richards has a very plain name and a very just like not plain uh pursuit, you know, a pursuit of of perfection. His
0: John Richards' running style uh I'll I'll describe it in one word, violent.
1: He runs <laughs> violently.
0: Yes. He he runs angry. He he seeks out people to run over. He looks for contact and he and he, he it's it's almost like he
1: enjoys it. He like, is built like a brick s house yeah he's huge and they're and they're huge up front mm-hmm. they are bruising up front and then on the defensive side by the way La Vega is huge and bruising and fly to the football yeah, and, and fast and it's everything that Don Hyde yeah. who's a longtime defensive coordinator now head coach has made right. these Liberty Hill this, this long La Vega defenses to be yeah, they will strike you they will and then there's Liberty Hill and I had a chance to watch a good amount of Liberty Hill and Carthage.
0: You saw the murder T in action, huh?
1: Guys. You, you said you were in love. I am in love with this offense. <laughs> this slot T, the way that they run it, it is like... It, it's it's honestly, they run it in such a way that it's like comparing a pro-style passing attack to like the air raid. Where it's just like, we just take deep shots. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. This is the deep shots version of this offense because they blow open holes. I still haven't looked up the quarterback's name.
0: And um, it, they ru- they run that offense. Uh, I'll vamp while you do that. Thank you. Uh, they run that offense at, at such a rapid. It, it is a. It, it's a. It's a tempo slot T is what it is. It is because as soon as they get that play they are lining up and they're ready to go it's it's unbelievable yes, the, it the is the pace uh, they run their offense jacob
1: searly is the quarterback he is a magician back there the the slot t requires a super smart cerebral quarterback who is very good with ball handling and you watch this game you watch them run the ball and. There, there are defenses that do not know where the ball is until it's eight yards down the field, mm-hmm. because he's so good at it. And then, by the way, most of the time they're handing it to Kyle Harrison,
0: who's one of the most underrated backs in the state.
1: And Kyle Harrison, you want to talk about running violently? Yeah, this guy runs with a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. And there were he had a quote after the uh, at, he first of all apparently down in Austin he guaranteed that they would beat Carthage, and they did it. <laughs> and then, <laughs> call your shot and live it up, dude. Yeah. You you, are, you can you can you can walk around with you can walk around with a little bit of swag. Yeah. Like that And he had some quote On Fox Sports Southwest About how he's like Yeah I heard that they were Talking about how It was too small And that we were overrated Well 40 and 0 overrated And I'm like Dude yeah, Okay yeah. Bringing well, the yeah, heat yeah, yeah He's throwing fastballs He is Kyle Harrison's awesome This team is awesome And by the way If there's one thing That Liberty Hill's Done well this year It's stop the run Mm-hmm They've been really good against the
0: run yeah they the, the way that in the in, during the season the way that beat Liberty Hill's been through the air
1: their secondary is where this were they're a little suspect their one loss on the year again is you go back to week two in overtime on the road at then at what ended up being a regional semifinalist hutto. Five A team,
0: five A division one team, five A
1: division one team, and let me see if I pull up a box score. It's fifty two um,
0: to fifty, wasn't
1: it? And uh, by the way, they ran um, uh, the Hutto. Of course, they are not a rushing team. Uh, they threw for four hundred and fifty five yards, mm-hmm. uh, but they only ran for eighty eight. Yeah. And this is a team they stopped the run well, and that's what makes this so interesting. But again, this is going to be a a love letter. To violent football <laughs> is what this is because these two teams are going to beat the snot out of each other yeah and it's gonna be great um i've been riding with liberty hill i'm gonna ride with liberty hill mm-hmm. um i rode with them last year i'm gonna keep riding with them i'm gonna ride or die uh but la vega is a la vega is a team that is playing their best ball right
0: now and if there's anyone that has been able to consistently solve the riddle of the slot t it's been La Vega. They've played four times since 2015. They were in the same district for two yeah. of those years, and they played twice one year. Um, this is the fourth. They've they played the last four times since 2015. La Vega's won all four games, mm-hmm. including a 6 to nothing overtime shutout win over Liberty Hill in the playoffs uh, in 2015 or 16. I can't remember the year.
1: Which is a regional final. Is that right? I
0: believe it was a regional final. Maybe 2015, the year La Vega won state. 6-0
1: six, six yes, th- overtime.
0: Lavega shut Liberty Hill out, so uh-huh. they they know this offense, they're familiar with it, and they know how to prepare for it. So that's the one thing that I think Lavega's. They don't. A lot of teams come in and they they, they hear about the slot T and they hear it's this mystical, magical offense that they can't stop. It is the devil. Slot hashtag slot T is the devil. Um, it's not the devil to Lavega. Lavega uh-huh. has seen it. They're familiar with it, and it, it doesn't scare them. So mm-hmm. um, I'll be in it. If the La Vega defense can do that again, I, I think that that's the key in this game is, is if La Vega can slow down that slot T.
1: The computer has La Vega by nine in this that's one. A big spread. That's a big this spread, game. and I gotta tell you, I don't I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that the that La Vega really just beats the brakes off people. Like teams they should, they just run up the score a little yeah. bit on them. So and they
0: had two tough games in round three and four, and they've been other yes. than that, they've I mean they just Obliterated Decatur last they week. Did. It was
1: they really It did. was silly. So that is the three o'clock game. Why don't we round out Friday with a trip up to five A and a trip to five A Division two. Back for the tenth time are the Alito tradition, Bear, unlike any other. Are Aledo the Alito back for the first time? The Fort Bend Marshall Buffaloes.
0: Max's Max's
1: darlings. They finally made it. We finally made it to the fireworks factory. Um, And look, this is a Fort Bend Marshall team that has dudes that Alito simply has not seen. Absolutely. Alito has not seen a quarterback the caliber of Malik Hornsby. No. Alito has not seen a running back kind of slash athlete the the, the like Devona Chain. No. And they have not seen, in my mind, the defensive team speed that they're going to see from Marshall. The only compar- comparable is probably South Oak Cliff. Mm-hmm. Which was, mm-hmm. by the way... A 28-14 game. A very close game. Their closest yes. game of the year. Mm-hmm. Before, well, no, Reedy was Re- a 10-point point game. Yeah. But yeah, it, uh,
0: that's the only... Compar- compar- South Oak Cliff is a comparable, mm-hmm. but from an athleticism standpoint, but I think... Fort Ben Marshall's got a lot more playmakers on offense than Sock does. One
1: hundred percent, they so. do. And so now, but so then on the Alito side, and I've mentioned this before. Alito's uh, Alito's an odd team that they are a they have a mammoth offensive line, a yes. monstrous offensive line. Uh, and for as much love as Jason McClellan gets in my mind, and Jason McClellan's a great running back. I don't want to take anything away from him. I think he would even tell you. I am great because those guys are great. Yeah, because offensive their offensive line teams, is huge. Yeah.
0: And McClellan when when but the the thing about McClellan is when the off the rare in the rare times that the offensive line misses a block, misses mm-hmm. an assignment or the defense picks the right call McClellan's able He's, he's strong enough and, and tough enough Of a runner To make good things yes. happen Even when the, That's that's what makes Alito Such a tough riddle to solve It does
1: They are a tough riddle to solve I also think Jake Bishop Has taken a step forward I think anybody Who watched that Alito College Station game Last year Saw a guy That the moment Was too big for him mm-hmm. And I think He's taken a step forward His arm strength is better And I think he's A little bit better
0: yeah. And he's They're, got a great receiver In JoJo JoJo, Jojo Ur- Earl Yeah JoJo jo, Earl JoJo, so. Jojo Earl
1: yeah. um, they, they, they really do the defensive side's interesting because their front seven's really good. Mm-hmm. Their front seven's really, really solid. Their secondary... They're young a lot of places. They're young, they're... and they're, they're smallish. Yeah. And that's why I wonder if Marshall's going to have a small advantage if they can get the ball outside of their playmakers and just win one-on-ones on the outside. That's
0: what Marshall's got to do. And yeah. I, I think the key in this game... I think this game comes down to Malik Hornsby. Hornsby is super, super talented, and when he's really good like he was against Port H.S. Groves, he's eye popping good. They're unbe- they're unbeatable. Yeah. I'll say that. If if he's good, but the last couple of weeks he hasn't been as good. You know, Devontae Chain has had to really carry the team in these last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, now, last week I'm willing to give him a, a mulligan on last week. That that team, the death of a player mm-hmm. going up against a really unique and, and tough offense in Cal Allen, they struggled, but but they but at the same token, you give him credit cuz they came out of there with a the win um you you'd hope you know you 'd hope that this week is a, is a little bit better they 're a little more focused and, and they 're able to, to come out and play uh, uh, give their best effort
1: against Alito. and this is um to me what's what 's also very interesting is basically and i was i did i did sidelines on on a, on, a, on a game and I, I might mention this on another podcast Alito has not seen a spread offense a lot basically they saw it against Lovejoy mm-hmm. who was overmatched. Mm-hmm. They saw it against um, sock. South Oak south Cliff. They saw it against, and they've seen it like basically the past four weeks. Reedy kinds, yeah, kind Reedy of is, spread, more power more, more, spread. Yeah, kind yeah. of more power spread, maybe a little yeah. more pro style. But yeah, and then Ryder runs it, but they were overmatched, they were overmatched as well. Overmatched, yeah. Um, even,
0: don't, even in their district. No, Midlothian is a flexbone team. Centennial Ber- is a flex bone team. Everman's basically a modified wing tee. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of teams no. in their own district that don't even run the they spread. They don't
1: run the spread. They don't. Yeah. They have not seen the spread very often. And I will say this: they have not seen the spread run with the dudes that Marshall's going to play the spread
0: no. with. No, there are very few. There, there's not any five A teams that have the kind of dudes and cats that that Fort Ben Marshall has.
1: This game comes down to whether or not Alito can establish. Um, Dominance at the point of attack. Mm-hmm. If if they if if the dominant force in this game is the Alito offensive line, Alito wins this game, mm-hmm. and I think they win this game going away. Yeah. If it is if it is not, and they are able to get in the backfield and they are able to neutralize that and make if they are able to to say Jake Bishop, you got to go beat us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Game while, on while
0: we're pressuring you. Yeah. Yes, while we're running after you. Yeah,
1: while we're pressuring you, then 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 it is absolutely game on. So. Yeah. I am very, very interested in this one. Uh, this one is 7 o'clock uh, went, uh, Friday night. I think I'm taking Marshall, but I God, I, don't, I don't know. The computer it says it's a two-point game. Yeah. Alito by 2 I'm
0: sticking with Alito. Go, going with the experience, the pedigree in that's,
1: this one. That's entirely fair. I think that's entirely fair. So that rounds out Friday. That's Friday and at this point there will be just one day left in the 2018 Texas high school football season. So uh, I'll be uh, what's the term? I'll be sad happy. You'll be you'll be you'll be you'll I'll be, be sad happy. Sappy. Yeah,
0: because I'll be sad the season's coming to an end but happy to see these last three games cuz they'll
1: be fun. There will be one more day and baby are we going out with a bang. Let's preview the Saturday games next. Uh, that will be on the next episode of Tep and Step. So that is going to do it for us. Thank you for being a Dave Gamble's Texas Football Insider. We love you very much. Enjoy the games. And, Step, thank you for your courage. You. We'll see you next time on Tep and Step.